Welcome to the Holistic Healing Hour, where we bring you the tools and inspiration for emotional, mental, and spiritual, physical well-being. I am your co-host, <laughs> Lena Gonzalez of Mommy Size Massage Therapy. And I'm Rochelle Schwartz, and I'm a relationship coach, and I work with men and women as they go through divorce after 50. I'm Monica Gonzalez. I'm from. I'm a yoga instructor, and I'm co-host of Sweet Eden. <laughs> you are listening to the Holistic Healing Hour on Own Your Power Radio. Our show and coaching programs are designed to let you live the life you deserve. Um, we're here in sunny South Florida yes. uh, in the Own Your Power Studios, powered by Media 55, Stan Harris, and Trent Partridge. Yeah. Um, Yay. Yes. And we are here on this wonderful 4th of July weekend. Finally. Yeah. Yes. 4th, 4th of July. July. I know. Nice long weekend. <laughs> four days off. Yeah. Who yes. doesn't like that? Holla. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Holla. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back for another powerful show, ladies. So um, last week we talked about uh, therapists don't bite and the reasons why people are fearful of going to a therapist and some of the reasons why they feel they shouldn't or they kind of um, take a longer time when they sh should be at a therapist. We also discussed some resources for people who may not be insured to go to a therapist, such as uh, some of the universities who are um, offering services on a sliding scale for those type um, people without insurance. And today we have um, two midwives, Yay. Galena Hinckley and Shannon Riley. Hooray! Yay. Yay. Yes. So we're going to be discussing midwifery, pregnancy, home birth, uh, the <laughs> newborn baby. <laughs> All the good stuff. Yeah. And then the benefits of and joy of home birthing, the risks of home births, um, the celebration of um, honoring the woman's body is being a nice you know empowering her to have the baby mm -hmm. and really in tuning herself with the body we're also going to discuss the golden hour is that what it is yes golden, golden hour, hour. Very important. p3 um and her community outreach efforts, and then Midwife 101, the project, um, pretty cool project, right? Yes, it's a new project, getting <laughs> but, ready. Yeah, before we begin, I want to also give some statistics as far as home births. Um, in 2013, 2% um, births yes. are done at home. It used to be 1%, and so this year um, it went up to 2%, which is a, a good wow. thing. Yes. Um, and then uh, there's 32.8% C-section births, is that correct? The C-section rate. That's the national national average. Mm -hmm. And then um, there are 4.2 million babies being born in the United States every year. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of babies. Wow. That's a lot of babies. I thought we were going down in childbirth, no. but it seems like it's uh, <laughs> the it number is going up. It still up. shocks me. Yeah. No. So, and 80 percent of those births are done um, at a hospital or home birth. Well, we have 75 percent of those. Uh, births. Uh, ideally, the women are looking to do a natural birth, but only now uh, 2%, used to be 1%, but now 2% are actually done uh, at home. So the trend mm. is going back it's going up, up yeah, right, towards right. more home births than natural births. Stuff so like it's that. like a full circle. Exactly, because right. for, yeah. for some time we've been having a lot of hospital births and kind of took away um, that empowerment yeah. from the women. Um, and then 78% uh, of the nation or people who are having babies really value natural births. They really want to have a natural birth versus 
um, having C-sections. So it's a um, pretty interesting topic, actually. Yes. Um, and again, we have Galena Hinckley. Yes, Hooray. Yes. I just want to make a shout out because Galena was also my midwife. Yes. Oh, wow. She helped me del- deliver my son. She did my a wonderful hate. job. I was just there observing your beauty. Yeah, she's an awesome. She's an awesome yeah, she midwife. Was. Yeah. And then we have Shannon Riley, another midwife. Yes. yes so, I how am. long have you guys been um, been to wives? Uh, well, I have been doing this for about six years. Um, and Shannon, about the same. About the same. We're classmates. Well, ladies, it's now time to meditate and find your zen. So take out your pens, your iPads, maybe paper too. Some people still use paper. I do. And <laughs> me too. That's why I said it. We'll be right back with the Holistic Healing Hour radio show on Own Your Power Radio. Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, holisticfortlauderdale.com, and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.holisticfortlauderdale.com. to the Holistic Healing Hour. If you aren't a fan already, check us out on Facebook at Holistic Healing Hour Radio Show. Also like us on Facebook.com slash OwnYourPowerRadio. I'm here in the Zen Den with Monica Gonzalez and Rochelle Swartz. And our topic tonight is midwifery, pregnancy, childbirth, and the newborn. Yeah. Mm. It's an interesting topic. I think uh, especially since so many people are starting to turn towards home births. Big two percent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting yeah, there. I mean, it's a. Um, I think it's something that's really needed in today. You know, especially with people trying to connect so much with the, the body and. Well, it has a lot to do, I think, with the C-section rate going up too, so yeah. much. So women are starting to realize that, that's a major abdominal surgery. So it is. for them, they'd rather not. They'd rather go ahead and, um, you know, try to in tune get in tune with their body and really allow the natural process to flow because it benefits not only them but baby as well so what are some of the benefits of um having home births let's talk about that well having you're going to have a licensed midwife so the type of care that you're going to be receiving is a lot more specialized and really more catered toward that individual woman mm-hmm. uh, we we spend you know each visit you're going to look at a half hour to an hour long it's not like we walk in 15 minutes and then we're yeah, done with your yeah. visit. We really need to get to know the woman as a whole so that as we're providing her that continuity of care, she's really, you know, we're able to give her everything. We, we understand what type of work she does, her home environment. So these are all things that can factor into her stress level, mm. um, which can then affect, you know, her, her medically, you know. So as long as we understand that woman, we can give her that proper care and guide her to have a nice low-risk birth, which is what we take care of. So do you go to their houses, or do they come to you? Or? Well, each a licensed midwife is different. Um, 
but most of them do provide the in-home care oh, for the good. visits. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and it's, it's a plus. You're going to be birthing in your home, so I need to get to know your home environment, and you need to become familiar with me being there, your family. You know, we're very... We do like to encourage the whole family to be there, so um, get used to us being there. And, right. And seeing I us. remember when you would come over to our house, and I had my daughter there, and you would actually let her help her, like measure my belly. And, oh yeah. You know, it was I it love was it. a it, you included everybody, which is really special. Like you don't get that when you go to a doctor's uh -huh. office or anything. Right. I think that's a that's a big bonus, and we want that because if she is going to be at the birth. Right. She needs to know that I'm not hurting mommy yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to help mommy. And it normalizes it. And exactly. For the, Make it normal. For the children. Oh, yeah, because yeah. when you go to a doctor and you go to a regular doctor, it's like in and out. You know, you come in, it's let me measure you, do this, this, that, and it's 15 minutes. So yeah. you don't even have that relationship with the person who's going to deliver your baby. No. Right. And you've been right. waiting mm -hmm. there for an hour just to get seen. Hour minimum. Right. Hour, yeah, exactly. I remember waiting two hours. I'm like, right. are you serious? And in a cold yeah. room after exactly. you get in. Yes. And they're actually uh, they're trying to, certain um, doctor's offices are not allowing children to come into the office anymore. So if well, you have other yeah. children, I don't know how you're going to manage that. Right. Yeah, just to go especially. to an appointment, you know. Right. Exactly, especially if they're little. Right, right. Well, you have to take time out. So you have to pay for a babysitter to Just go to, to your go to a, doctor's a doctor's appointment when you could have a midwife, you know, <laughs> and bring your baby with you. Yes. Have you ever exactly. turned anybody away that you felt is not a good fit? We have. Um, licensed midwives that do home births are really only allowed to take care of low-risk women. So if there is a woman, let's say, who has some type of medical condition, um, you know, like gestational diabetes or something, hypertension, whatever it is that makes her no longer safe to deliver at home, then we refer them out. If it's something that we can control and get them back down to a low risk status, then we can we can provide that birth. What about them. big babies? Because I had a client who came in and she didn't want a C-section, mm -hmm. but because the, the baby was supposed to be big, the doctor was recommending the C-section. Yeah. And she wanted to try everything she could so she could deliver naturally. Do you guys do that? Do you guys deliver big babies? Yeah, I think what's important for people to understand is that an ultrasound is not an exact science. So mm -hmm. when it tells you, you know, when it says, oh, the baby's going to be 10 pounds, that's plus or minus 2 pounds. Um, and your body is not going, normally does not build a baby that it cannot deliver. I'm not going to create something that I can't have it come out of the pelvis that I was given. So as long as we eat, like I said, that's a lot. What, nutrition is very important with um, with midwives. We really focus on that with the care mm, nice. so that we can make sure that that baby is not growing large for another reason. Mm. Yeah. You know? Do a lot of midwives use doulas or, or is it something more or less of the mom's choice? Uh, that's the mom's choice Absolutely. for sure. So I have a question. What's a doula? A doula. Yeah. <laughs> a doula. I'm out of the picture, so <laughs> right. I just want to know. Uh, a doula is basically somebody who supports the woman throughout the labor process. So oh. massaging, I find them to be amazing. I mean, if I wow. could, okay. I'd be so surrounded by So they do actually help. Like yeah. when oh, you're doing so, with yes. the midwife, they actually do like provide a good service. Right. They're, they do not there. take the place of the, of the husband. We do encourage the husband to be right. very involved. They're just extra support. You know, right. the husband, he has to eat, he has to take a break, you know, he has to do these things. And plus, the doula knows lots of little tricks right. where, you know, good pressure points are yeah. or mm -hmm. massage oils. Or yeah, because like yeah. like I've heard that, like, if you massage a foot, 
the a pregnant woman's foot in a certain area when she's ready to give labor, it helps her induce her labor naturally. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah. You would know that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> you I do, do that? that. Oh, do that. <laughs> the induction massage. It's an induction yeah. massage, yeah. It's on your ankle, actually. Is that okay? Yes, and it's kind of like a misnomer out there. They think if you just, like, brush the area, you're going to go into you labor. You do a lot of pressure, right? Yes, <laughs> it has to be a lot of pressure, and it's going to hurt. Yeah. You're going to feel it. I've so, heard my client yeah. just have one, and she's like, it hurt. I can't believe I paid money and it hurt. I was like, listen, they're trying to get things going here. <laughs> so well, they used to use castor oil. Oh, yeah. they still do that. People <laughs> use all kinds of different oh, okay. methods. Uh-oh. That's what a, what is your a, take yeah. on that? It's yeah. just a, it's a last resort. Uh, it is definitely a last resort. So what, resort. do you drink it? Do you, you, you do. Yeah, you put it you in do. a shake. It's yeah. nasty. Yeah. Like, I would not do that. Have first. you found that it, it actually helps induce labor? So your colon and your uterus are very close to each other. So if I take castor oil, you are going to be become best friends with your potty yes (laughs) and um yeah so then it kind of triggers the uterus to kind of go into action and and that's the idea is that once we can get the contractions going then it realizes okay it's time for labor and then the real labor kicks in correct so what are the some of the risks of having home births I'm very passionate about this, but I'll let Shannon talk a, a, a little bit. Well, there was recently a study that came out in January of this year, actually, that looked at uh, home birth midwives and planned home births, because mm-hmm. most of the previous studies looked at um, not necessarily planned home births, but uh, situations where women delivered at home, not on purpose, um, Accidental. preterm babies yeah. delivered at home and whatnot. And it shows that for low-risk women, it, it is very, very safe mm-hmm. for them to deliver at home. Our outcomes are just Our better. Our outcomes are, uh-huh. Really? A lot better. If you were to look at the outcomes at home birth uh, with a licensed midwife and then, of course, the hospital, it is a big difference. So what do you, you think- mean? What do you mean by <laughs> outcomes? Yeah. Meaning the need for uh, any type of inter- intervention or also um, the the infant neonatal, what is it, mor- morbidity, mortality rate, the less likelihood of uh, meconium aspiration, assisted delivery, um, third and fourth degree perennial tears. So yeah. The, the problems, postpartum hemorrhage, all these mm. problems that everybody, I think, fears, you have a higher chance of that occurring if you're in a hospital where intervention comes in. So do you think that's more or less um, due to the stress of rushing the mom to have the baby versus it being more natural and in her space and with the people that she loves really like encouraging her to have a natural or really relaxed birth? I think it's a lot to do with that. It has a lot to do, you know, our body knows exactly what to do. And I think what's happening nowadays in hospitals is that we are removing that trust mm-hmm. uh, and that confidence in women and their bodies to mm-hmm. know that we know how to have a baby. And so when that happens, now we become very dependent on someone telling us what to do. Okay, so you're going to induce me. So you're going to tell my body to go into labor. And then you're going to tell me to lay here and tell me to push and to you don't really need to be told. We wouldn't have 4 million people being born a year if we needed to be told what to do. Our body is very capable of doing this, what we were built for. It's just a, ma- a matter of like really instilling that trust and confidence back into the woman. So Yeah. That's wow. great. So That's what all goes into a home birth? Like what can a woman expect when she has a home birth? Um, well, she can expect having that personalized one-on-one care where the midwife ideally comes to her home, spends a lot more time with her at each visit, really listens to what's going on, making sure that she's feeling good, not picking up on anything that maybe the client doesn't see as a problem, but we can see it leading to a situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Also including the family. So we do try to Mm -hmm. incorporate uh, other children, husbands, and really getting you ready to this journey that you're about to, I mean, it is 
having a baby is just the most empowering job a woman can do. And to give her that support, to make sure that she knows that she's capable, um, and then just being there for her for the actual birth time. And, and of course, having a trained individual there so that just in case, you know, we need to step in for whatever reason, we're very capable. We're licensed by the mm-hmm. state. We don't, we're not just like some old granny and, you know, the right. And that's something that, um, that you touched on earlier, the risks of home birth. We are looking, uh, we are looking for those situations where things maybe aren't going as well as they should and yeah. trying to, to, mm-hmm. to head them off before they become an issue. Um, and the other thing is that we are able to carry certain medications um, we're able to carry oxygen and um, perform life-saving measures in an emergency for mother or baby. Right. Yeah. I just want to, like, tell about our story a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, with Fellini. Yeah. When he was born, he had water in his lungs. A lot of fluid. Um, a lot of fluid mm-hmm. in his lungs. And we thought he was fine. Then all of a sudden, he started gasping. like, mm-hmm. And you noticed it right away. And you mm-hmm. started what, delaying him. Oh, it's a delay. Delay, mm-hmm. Delaying him. And you had oxygen. And you, ha- mm-hmm. you were able to, to get it out. And we called 911. We went to the hospital. But we didn't. Like, nothing happened after that. Like, it wasn't necessary. So, like, in case, like, not just during the birth, but, like, after the birth, if anything should go wrong, you guys are trained to handle these situations also. Right. And and when, you know, a lot of questions, like, when people, when they do a meet and greet, they're always like, so what's your transfer? What's the emergency? You know, midwives, like you said, we're trained so that, let's say I do have to transfer, especially in Fellini's case, um, that child and mother are stable. So when I am transferring, I'm not just plopping this emergency into, no. into mm-hmm. the room. We have our equipment. We have the skills. We have the background to be able to get everybody safe and then realize that we still need extra help, and now's the time to go somewhere else. Right. That's that's the best part of it. You know, yeah. It's like a it's working a, together. Exactly. Yeah. And so are all the births that you do water births, or do you have, um, is it just, do you have different methods? Well, I would say the majority right. of them are water births. Majority water. Most yeah. women at least labor in the water at some point during their labor, be it the birth tub or the shower. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honestly, um, we'll catch that. When it comes baby to water. birth, wherever <laughs> she wants it to be. How could you stand in a shower and give birth? Yeah, I have. Let's see. I'm trying to think the weirdest. Wow. I had one delivery where I was. I think I was underneath the mom. She was. <laughs> I was laying on the floor and she was above <laughs> me, and I was just trying to make sure I didn't get any fluids on my head but you don't mess with a woman like wherever and and that's another thing like when you're doing it naturally Uh sometimes your body instinctively will tell you to go into like a a weird what we might find as a weird position but it's a way that that woman needs to be in so that the baby can come out nice and smooth so if i have to lay under a bed on a floor to get make sure that baby's okay i'm I'm gonna do it you guys are awesome yeah because in a hospital you you have one position you can't really labor in in different positions you can't squat you can't be on all fours you have to be laying down during the delivery and that's and that's really just to benefit the provider that is not beneficial for the woman in labor really yes for you to be able to get up and move is extremely important for a beautiful birth right and it can make it easier right it makes it harder laying your hips aren't as or potentially not as open right like, actually the position that they put you in on the hospital where you're laying down on your that back right. that's not it's, beneficial at all no and it it, uh, it does not open your pelvis to um the widest that it can be yeah <laughs> does it de- i think uh-huh. it would delay the birth a little bit more too because you're not allowing gravity to kind of do its job right. either right yeah that's and, right. well they're not gonna 
I hate to be so <laughs> negative, but they're not really going to wait anyway. So if yeah. your baby is in a funny position and, and because you're laying on the bed, you're not able to get that baby to rotate properly, uh-huh. it's going to take longer. It does not mean that anything is wrong. It just means the baby needs to rotate. Like the baby doesn't care what time it is over here. Right. Yeah. It, it's going to do whatever it needs to do on its own time. And our job is just to make sure that it's healthy and everybody's doing good. That's wow. interesting. So being in that. different positions helps the baby actually rotate? Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. new. Under- Belly dancing designed for women in labor. Wow. Oh, how fabulous. Really? No oh, yes. way. Yes, yes. That's it was awesome. to get her uh, hips to move and to help open the pelvis and get the baby nice and low. That, and that really happens naturally, I think. Well, right. At least for me, yes. it was. It was like I wanted to move. Rock. Like a belly dancer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that woman in labor is the most beautiful. I mean, just if you just sit back and observe it, they're stunning. stunning. And it's well, like a, it, a feeling in the air, yeah, too. Yeah. It's like a, a charge. It's it feels, empowering. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, you do a lot of celebrations before the mom has a baby, right? You have, like, different, like, yes. rituals and things like that? Well, uh, it's really... I don't know if every midwife does it. I just really like it. When I was pregnant with my son, um, my fellow midwives, mm-hmm. they flew, uh, they, they did a blessing way for me. And mm-hmm. I did not know what a blessing way was. And it was awesome. I felt like a princess. It's Aww, basically this, great. it's an ancient um, Native American tradition where we mm-hmm. honor, they honor the woman's transition from a woman to a mother. And it's all about them. They pamper you and they, the midwife washes your feet and you get blessing beads and I was just like I feel like a queen I bet so I do it for my for my my clients once a year though because it's also you do it just once a year yeah no I'm too yes you're too busy (laughs) 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 so it works out beautiful and Shannon and and my other um assistants and stuff they they help out and it works out really nice well I wish I could become pregnant (laughs) a lot of people say that when they see the blessing experience that really that's incredible you can come that's fabulous yeah it's not happening here i'll watch from the side if that yeah <laughs> because, because birth is i guess so commonplace you said it was like 32 million births uh, a year um we tend to 4.2 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 2. 4. 2. okay i'm way off 4. Yeah. <laughs> okay we tend high yeah <laughs> like, whoa yeah we tend to um i guess maybe devalue it because it's so common but like it really is a special thing like a new being a new spirit is coming into this exactly. world so you know it's a perfect way to honor women with a, a blessing way you know yes and that is why her space during that time should be honored as well right you know you you know like for for us it's really just about making sure that woman feels in control Mm. um you're about to take on the responsibility of raising a human being you don't really want to do that with somebody telling you how to do it yeah exactly you know every parent is different and every parenting style is different and it's very similar to birth it's different and you should honor and respect that individual's way of doing it Mm. it will help her and the baby flow as easy as yeah oh that's so freaking cool i um One of the things, so one of the things that I, you know, w- I didn't know anything about midwifery until probably like two years ago. Right. And one of the things that I really think is beautiful is the honoring of the body. Yes. You know, the woman really making that transition to empower herself to be able to have this baby and give birth and giving her that space. And on top of that, I love all the rituals that you do in honoring her. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like a, I remember having my kids, it was like, all right hurry up yeah you know right. even though like for my first um 
child. It was a complicated birth. It was a very long birth, mm -hmm. but it was very rushed. I felt very probed. Mm -hmm. And those things really are, I think, stressful for the mom and the baby. Well, it actually will block the release of oxytocin and melatonin, which is mm. the two hormones that we want to be kind of be free flowing in labor it will help really? yes oxytocin is is the natural form of pitocin which is what they're giving you to speed you along oh. and if you're in an environment that you don't feel comfortable you're not going to want to release that hormone it's the hormone when you fall in love that's the same hormone that you're releasing when you look at your baby you're releasing oh. oxytocin so if i have like some stranger in my face saying hurry up i'm not going to want to love him and really no. yeah no but you hormone. don't feel that connection <laughs> you're not, between you're not in your, your yeah you're not in your right. zone and everything which is why and, and but also know that natural birth does take a long time first time moms 24 hours is kind of average really yes for a oh first time yeah how many births have you done uh, i have attended over 350 Wow, what about you, Shannon? Um, in the 200s, attended in the 200s. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. Yeah. And each one is very different and very beautiful. Even if, you know, it kind of doesn't go the route that the mom wanted, we still, you have a beautiful baby and the outcome. And the idea is that throughout her whole continuity of care, she's been empowered. And that's my goal, is to empower the woman. And so, we also recognize that the journey doesn't end with the birth. There's also, it's the start of a bigger journey. That's true. Into yes. motherhood. Of course. That's and like a beautiful... Um, very, very good outcome or perspective on childbirthing, I think, anyway, versus it having being in the hospital and really having that blockage or that you're, it's not a free-flowing thing. It's right. no longer natural. Yeah, but this anyway. is why Shannon has her son here. <laughs> we welcome the journey afterwards and as I well. And I welcome all of you to come back. <laughs> wow, what a great, great information. Yeah, so we're going to take the time to meditate, bring in now Zen, take a deep breath. <sighs> some great information, really some great information. And so Willie will be back with the Holistic Healing Hour Radio with Own Your Power Radio. Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, holisticfortlauderdale.com, and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.holisticfortlauderdale.com. Welcome back to the Holistic Healing Hour. I'm Lena Gonzalez in the Zen Den with Monica Gonzalez and Rochelle Schwartz. Yay! Yay. Yay. <laughs> our, our topic tonight um, is midwifery, um, childbirth, <laughs> and, and care of newborns. 
Um, before we went to break, we were discussing the benefits of like home birth and versus hospital birth and how it's so much more connected to the woman as an individual and it's, it's their choice. Um, and we were speaking with that with Galena Hinckley of P3 and Shannon Riley of P3. Um, so more questions about um, the home birth experience and everything like can you labor um, in a like how does it work you labor in a tub or you labor like wherever you want or how does that wherever wherever you want (laughs) yeah wherever you want I think but um, I would say the majority of our women enjoy or get into the tub at some it's our way it's almost almost like epidural Mm -hmm. it's our way of really helping you relax and deal with the intensity uh, that comes with labor what kind of um preparation do you suggest for women who just any woman who wants to do natural labor not necessarily a home birth but just a natural labor like a hypnobirthing or what what kind of things Um, you suggest the main thing I would suggest is just to educate yourself as much as possible take a natural childbirth class read um, books that are geared towards natural childbirth not hospital birth um, not hospital hospitalized childbirth right um because knowledge really is power and once once you have the knowledge then the fear is not there as much right so i heard like hypnobirthing is one of the best like i always recommend it to my clients because it helps women just like really focus Mm -hmm. and everything what is that it it's basically hypnobirthing uh, yeah (laughs) it's 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 like yeah basically a way of like rethinking and retraining your mind i'm not a hypnobirth instructor but I do love hypnobirthers. Right. And I encourage women when they ask me about it to do it. You really? can do that on top of like a job, a childbirth preparation class. Mm-hmm. You can do hypnobirthing on top of it. It really just, you use more positive words. Um, mm. You kind of, everything that we're getting now in society with making it horrible, painful, you can't do it, you need drugs. Mm-hmm. And it tries to help you uh, just get that out of your head. And so it goes positive. into your subconscious mind, basically. Yes, a mm-hmm. lot of that. Wow. That sounds neat. What about exercises? What type of exercises? Oh, it's not to lose weight, though. <laughs> of course not. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, it's to help uh, o- open up the hips. I'm all for the yoga. Of course you are. I know. I really am. I, I encourage my women to go do mm-hmm. yoga because when you have a natural birth, you're getting into odd positions that uh-huh. your body right. is not used to. And so you're going to have muscles being stretched and used that you don't normally. So yoga's good. Um, I do in my childbirth prep class, I do go over like basic exercise moves that again are geared towards stretching those muscles Mm -hmm. out, but also getting the baby into a good position, opening your pelvis and getting that baby nice and low so that when labor does kick in, it's like less of a journey that the baby has to go. (laughs) So, So tell us a little bit of your childbirth prep classes this sounds really interesting yes i do uh, once a month i provide childbirth classes to all of my clients it's a three-part series um we go over everything we go over the uh, stages of labor and it's like shannon said i really want to prepare you on what's going to happen so you don't fear it yeah if you know what to expect you're less likely to be afraid of it and so you just you're like i got this i can do it Um, So we go over the stages of labor. We go over um, breathing techniques, coping techniques, exercise, nutrition, uh, newborn care, breastfeeding, big, big pro breastfeeders. Yeah, I was going to say you have a lot. You have a lot of classes on breastfeeding, don't you? Yes. A lot of workshops. We we work with a lactation consultant, um, Sandy Labena. She's amazing. 
and she teaches uh, breastfeeding 101 at our office and also a pumping for those women who have to go back to work because that's mm. really hard to do and, and they no, you need a lot yeah. of support oh yeah you know i remember that, that. i remember torture. it was like you have to feed them and pump them at the same time or you yeah. feed them and then you have to pump afterwards <laughs> and you know getting enough milk out was like a problem it so is the pump is not like a baby no, so your body no. won't always provide as much milk when yeah. you're pumping, whereas yeah, because the, the whole on, baby, yeah, the whole baby crying, or, yeah, the hormone releases. Exactly. I know a lot of workplaces are trying to make that a little adjustment for the woman who just had the baby, so she can lactate yeah. versus it's her going actually, into the bathroom. Yeah, it's actually a federal law now that really? uh, places of work must provide an area other than a bathroom for <sighs> a woman to to pump as often as needed, in during that first year. Really, I yeah. didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, I know I had a coworker who had a pump in the bathroom several times because. The place where she was pumping was closed down for fixing. They were fixing it up or something like that. Mm -hmm. But she had to go in the bathroom, and I'm That's like, "That's horrible." Yeah, I had to do that. That was disgusting. It no, was terrible. It's not that's not how you want to treat a woman who's providing nutrients for her baby. And especially when it is hard and you don't always have lots of support around you, um, to be thrown into a bathroom to do it all, it's like, well, it's like almost setting you up for failure. Right, and it's like an emotional thing, too. Yeah. Right? Like the... Was it prolactin or that's like it, it, yes. oxytocin too is released too when you're pumping, correct? Or pumping. When correct. you're nursing. When your yeah. milk lets down. Right. And that's a very emotional hormone. Yes. <laughs> Period. Pretty, pretty much does a lot of hormone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy, sad, happy, sad. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, uh, postpartum moms can be a little bit emotional, but... Yes. Placenta pills can help with that, by the way. So what kind of services, speaking of placenta pills, um, what kind of services after the or postpartum do you guys provide? Well, the big difference between um, going with an OB and going with a licensed midwife, I think is, well, there's a lot, but one of which is postpartum care. When you deliver at a hospital and then you are sent home, you do not see your provider until six weeks mm -hmm. postpartum for mm -hmm. clearance. There is a lot of stuff that can go on from birth to six weeks. Mm -hmm. You can have issues with um, the baby and nursing. You can have bleeding issues. You can have uh, blood pressure. There's so many factors that can happen postpartum. So we provide a lot of visits afterwards. We see the mom at 24 hours postpartum. We happen to, well, at least P3 happens to bring them a 24-hour postpartum meal. Aww. I think that's just because I have five kids, and I was like, <laughs> somebody needs to bring me a meal. That's <laughs> perfect. So I, tried, I spoil my clients a little because I have so many children. I know what you want. Right. So um, we do that at 24 hours. I also come back at five days, 10 days, three weeks, and six weeks. So those are also points where you have a growth spurt with the mm -hmm. baby, and that can be very frustrating uh, for a woman who doesn't know to what to expect during growth spurt and doesn't realize that, you know, your body is making enough milk. They're going to think they're not. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. the lack of knowledge on breastfeeding and pediatricians, it would it, then at that point encourage you to want to go to a formula instead of just yeah, of realizing course, yeah. that it's a normal part of the flow. Right, because, like, you don't see how much milk is actually getting to the baby. So you're right. like, oh, my baby's not getting enough. They want to nurse all the time. And I've heard, you know, people have told me, oh, my God, your baby's not getting enough because he's right. like on them. I'm like, no, he's just, that's just the way he is. Right. And it's a, it's a um, more formulated for their body, right? So, like, breast milk. Yes. Breast milk. Breast so milk. it's like it goes through their body quicker. Am I right? Yes. It's, yes. That, it's more you know. easily digestible. Uh, okay. Because it's the perfect food for babies. So, and it changes as the baby grows, it adapts to baby's needs. Mm -hmm. 
Remember, so it really is the perfect great. food. We're feeding a human. Like yeah. when you do cow's milk, it's for a cow. You not, know, and yeah. not that. So true. And you know, there are situations where you need it, but there are so many steps that do not get put into place before formula is introduced. I know so many women tell us, well, I just wasn't making enough. Well, why weren't you making enough? Well, how do you know that? Well, yeah. I don't know. My doctor just said I needed to get put on, the baby needed to go into a bottle. Right. That's not that's not the answer. That's just not the answer. So in that postpartum um, time frame, you guys are also providing measurements on the babies and stuff like that? So, well, yeah. So it's very similar to like when you deliver at a hospital, they do what's called a newborn exam. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do we do a newborn exam as well. We do birth certificates. Everybody's like, where do I get the birth? Yeah, I still birthed your baby, so I get to take credit for it on your birth certificate, <laughs> where it's very important to us. Um, so we do have the birth certificate, newborn exam. We carry the, um, the vitamin K shot and the erythromycin eye ointment. If, if those are two things, I'm like, what would, does that do? <laughs> yes, they they um, they're there for the newborn exam, and it's optional if the women want that. Uh, in the hospital, it's a little bit different. It's more of a requirement, mm-hmm. so it's a lot harder if you do not want your baby to have that to be able to really uh, know your facts mm-hmm. to say that no, thank you, I don't want that, and why you don't want it, so that they'll they'll say okay. You may mm-hmm. have to sign a couple of releases, but. Um, it's not required by law. So, so the newborn exam, you guys delay it, right? Yes. Yeah. For how long um, it happens? We well, usually wait until baby's had a good feeding um, at the breast, and then uh, mom and baby have rested a little, and then we kind of wrap it up with a newborn exam usually before, shortly before we leave. Really? Yeah. yeah. We have to honor the golden hour. I was going to ask you, what is hour. the golden hour? Golden hour. Uh, that is that initial time from birth until one hour after where the mom and baby are left together Mm. we do not take baby away we do not separate them we allow the initial bonding to occur which really helps uh later on with the well like shannon was saying with the promotion of the with breastfeeding um it's it's been proven that babies who latch on during that first hour are more likely to enjoy a successful breastfeeding relationship than those that don't really and most babies uh unmedicated uh born to unmedicated moms will actually uh find the breast themselves and latch themselves on within within that first hour with no assistance oh yes it's called rooting reflex right really? it's pretty amazing wow. the baby will find that nipple that's why your, <laughs> your nipples get dark as you get uh, further along in your pregnancy they uh-huh. get bigger and you're wondering why they look like big targets <laughs> on your body and it is it's for the baby like the baby has to find it the baby can't see very far distances and it only see Aww. black and white so our breath, our areola gets very dark and big, and that's when the baby can. It's a big target. It's a big, yeah. Here I am. And, yeah. and some women get that. <laughs> I think it's called the, the linea alba. I'm not exactly linea sure. Linea negra. Ne- yes. yes. It gets darker, too. So it's like yes. a little trail. Yes. To yes. The Follow the line. line. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's true. <laughs> That's is that true. what is that the reason yeah. for it? No, I, I don't. I don't believe so. I don't think so. No. No. But that's cool. I'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah. What is known is that also uh, the breasts secrete a fluid that smells very similar to amniotic fluid, and that also helps the baby find the breast. Oh, wow. hmm. Yes, that's why uh, it's also nursing is a comfort for them. A lot of people will say, "Oh, the baby's just using you as a pacifier." Well, baby doesn't know anything else besides you, and yeah. everything else is scary to them. So, yes, they're going to want to nurse on you. They're going to want to stay close to you. They're going to want to go by smells that are very familiar to them so that they're comforted in that sense. So what are the bonds between a baby who's born um, at home versus a baby that's born in the hospital? Like, is there a difference on on that 
type of bond between mom and baby? I think if I was to answer that in a way, it would insult women who have had True. hospital births. I you have a bond. Like I love all my children mm-hmm. the same, and I've had hospital births, and then I've had a natural birth. Ended up in the hospital, but either way, um, I think that the the like like Shannon was saying, the breastfeeding it's a lot uh, you have a higher chance of success when that initial bond is there Mm -hmm. when the baby's taken away from you sometimes women do feel like they've been separated Mm -hmm. from what they just work so hard for and what what do i do now and so they can have a stronger postpartum depression period um there are other factors that can play in but you're still going to love your children Mm -hmm. the same of course yeah it's just that you might feel a stronger connection with the ones that you had that natural birth with because you work as a team. Baby's going through a lot of stress when you're laboring and you're birthing and you're going through a lot of stress. And when mm-hmm. you do it together with nobody telling you what to do, it's like, I just like climbed this mountain with this yeah. baby and oh, holy crap, baby, we just did it together. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this way yeah. for you two to connect. Whereas if somebody's kind of assisting you and helping you, you don't really, you're like, I had a baby. It was beautiful. My baby's gorgeous, but we didn't always have this the same journey that we, you know, the yeah. natural birth does, so... Yeah, I I had both in uh, a hospital and a natural home birth, and I had thankfully a really great midwife in the the room with me, mm-hmm. besides the doctor, and she made sure that my daughter got on my breast right away, and she was very supportive and very much there for me. So like, you don't have to have a midwife just at home, right? Like, right. you guys do? Do you guys do hospitals or no? No, not at all. No, uh, not as licensed midwives. No, no um, but there are some very. Um, there is another class of midwives called certified nurse midwives, and oh, okay. they're uh, they're nurses with a master's degree in midwifery, and they work out of the hospital, and also a smaller percentage works uh, with home births and birth centers, but okay. they are able to do hospital births. And um, to be fair, there's a lot of great midwives that uh, work in the hospital and facilitate natural childbirth in the hospital. I think it's important to recognize that. Of course, yeah. As well, yeah. But, you know, the home birth is just a different experience altogether. You know, it's less pressure, your own environment, um, the comfort and support of your family around you, quiet, dark lights. It was. The pool. (laughs) Well, you know the difference. Play music. Music, whatever they want. Honestly, whatever you want. What's the schooling for that? Like, how long do you have to go to school? Well, there's different types of um, entry levels, I guess. We did the direct entry midwifery program. So we did three years, and it covered... From the beginning to the end, it was midwifery program. It's not like where the CNM, they go for their nursing degree first, and then they do, like she was saying, a master's in midwifery. So our entire schooling is from, like, you know, all midwifery-related topics. We don't have to take, you know, extra classes that don't necessarily relate to a natural, normal birth. And we start our clinicals and our um, overnights and our rotation, at least the school that we went to, which is – I'd call it like a boot camp of midwifery. Really? Our, our mentor was amazing. She had been a midwife for 35 years. She had delivered over 15,000 wow. births. She was, wow. if you want to be trained by somebody, um, that's usually, you know, you're, you're looking you at the director and who, what they can provide you as knowledge because it's hard. You know, some of the programs out there, they're not necessarily midwifery trained. Speaking of training, you're doing a couple of cool little projects, Midwife 101. Um, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. So Midwife 101 is my new project that I'm <laughs> embarking on because I don't have enough to do. And uh, But no, it, it's uh, my way of trying to – I became a midwife because I felt like there was a lack of resources out there for women who wanted to know about natural birth, wanted to have options, wanted to be empowered – 
And so Midwife 101 Brings My Childbirth Education Series, which does pretty much all of that, empowers women, educates women, um, and it brings it online. So it is an online childbirth class series, www.midwife101.com, <laughs> coming soon. Very excited. Um, but we do have uh, me, a licensed midwife, teaching it. We will also have a um, registered and licensed dietitian going over the nutrition portion of it. And then our IBCLC, uh, which is an internationally board-certified lactation consultant, Sandy Labena, going over breastfeeding issues. So it's a lot packed into this series. Yeah, Sandy's going to be My brother's helping out on that project. And we love Carlos.com. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Carlos but, is amazing. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's doing a really, it's a really cool project, actually. I mean, at the the whole the whole view on it is really nice. It's really cool. Yes. Well, Congratulations. And it's, it's. <laughs> hey, now, you guys, you better watch it. Now. It's my husband. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it, he's got a good eye for it. So he was able to really um, bring it out and, and be seen the way uh, I really wanted women to perceive it or, or take it in. So he's like the eye. I'm like, I want this, this, and this. And so do it. And he's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And he does it. And he's really good. So Yeah, it, it no, the good. scene shots are like amazing. And yeah. you're just so like, just so knowledgeable on everything you're, you're giving Thank to you. them audience and it's very different from what's out there right now yeah it's a very different perspective and like a lot of useful information you know that women aren't getting anywhere very empowering i think that's the goal i mean that's the problem especially with um hospital childbirth classes which we have to like during our schooling you have to go and observe a, a, a hospital childbirth class or another childbirth class so we went to the hospital and they they pretty you walk in and they say okay so um 30% 30% of you are going to get a C-section. That's how the class starts. Wow. That's, yeah, that that's is very lot. discouraging for me as a woman. Right. So it was. I was like, no, this cannot be. We need to put the power back in the woman, the trust and confidence back in herself that she can do it. And speaking of that, you also have um, a nonprofit that you're working on, right? Yes. Shannon, um, myself, and then our lactation consultant, Sandy, we started a nonprofit to be able to um, – there is a, a lot of – we live in South Florida. We get, um, I guess it can happen anywhere, but we get a lot of immigrants and they cannot get insurance because of their immigration status. So we felt that, that they were then being sent over to clinics mm-hmm. that weren't necessarily providing them with adequate care. And then they were getting shipped to the hospital for a delivery with um, a high percentage of C-section rates. So we felt that uh, if we could at least provide them with you know our knowledge and um good quality prenatal care which our outcome just with that alone gives you a a higher percentage of not needing a c-section um then we wanted to reach out to those women and provide them and we do a lot less of a cost than they would go to at the clinic because they still have to pay when they go to the clinic wow well that's a lot of great information thank you for sharing everything that you guys shared today i feel like we hopefully empowered a lot of women um (laughs) could you give us a little bit about your contact information who you are and where where they can find you yes so my name is galena hinkley and my website is www.p3birth.com and we also have naturalbirthworks.com and our nonprofit, allwomenmatter.org. Org. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. So those are the best ways to reach us. Oh, great. Yes. And Shannon, what about you? <laughs> Shannon's with Pete. Yeah, you can contact me through any of those websites as well. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I'm Lena Gonzalez. You can reach me at www.prenatalmassagemiami.com or on Facebook and my blog post on WordPress. And you can reach me at Coach Rochelle at att.net and my website, www.rochelleschwartz.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Monica Gonzalez, or on through Toshani or sweeteden.org too. <laughs> All right. The Own Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal and business development. We also have R&B, soul, and eclectic groove to keep you in a good mood. Find out more about our shows by checking out our schedule on www.ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Click radio and you'll be in the know. Um, if you aren't already an official power player, just like us on Facebook and go to facebook.com slash ownyourpowerradio. We want to give a special thanks to the Own Your Power team for uh, allowing us and giving Yay! us the time on this Killing Hour. Yes. Thank you, Galena and Shannon, for joining us today. Thank it was awesome. Lots us. of information. Um, until next time. Yes. yes. Thanks Thank for tuning you. in, everyone. All right. See you next Bye. week. Bye. <laughs>